Hi, I'm Donnie Funk, and I'm running for City Council in District 4. The City of Lee Summit has many critical decisions ahead of it with the undeveloped PRI land coming available to the market. We cannot outgrow our public safety services or our school district. It is imperative we have an open dialogue and collaborate with our citizens, public safety officials, school district, and our community stakeholders regarding the future of our city. I believe I have the experience and leadership skills to help facilitate these conversations so we can grow responsibly. Hope you'll vote for me on April 7th. Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, did you know that Budget Blinds Signature Series automated shades provide a safer environment for children and their pets? It's true. And in addition to that, they will prevent unwanted fourth quarter comebacks. <laughs> that's, maybe that's the defense San Francisco should that have had. That is the defense that the Fire Deniners should have had. Hey, also, the programmable nature of these things, because, you know, you can break out your phone, you can use your Alexa, your Siri, your Google, makes it so your heating and cooling bills, bills are lower. You can't beat that. You're going to save some money. You're going to make perfect uh, that, and you're going to keep Pat Mahomes from torturing you when you don't want that to happen. There you go. So if you are ready to have that Signature Series smart home feature installed in your home, go see our friends at Budget Blinds. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Hello again, and welcome to Lee's Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who is already examining the salary cap situation for the 2020 season. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee's Summit. That's true. We got we, we to gotta look at this, we got to dissect it, and we got to make sure we're ready for the next year. We're going to make some hard choices. Actually, that's not true, Jason. Yeah. Look, football's over. Do you know where my mind is right now? Uh, I'm going to bet it's edging towards Arizona. Yes. We are almost ready for pitchers and catchers to report. I got you. It's that glorious time of the season. My favorite time. I mean, to be fair, we we really do uh, honor the work that these players have done for the team. But sometimes we've got to make hard decisions in a salary cap league. And you got to let some people go. That's true. Nick, I hate to break it to you. No, I'm just kidding. You You are the franchise player. In this whole process. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is virtual parade attendance. That's me. And me. So both of us have made the decision. Because I believe in the vernacular of the kids these days, we are olds. That's true. We are making decisions. I am going to watch it from the cozy confines of my office in downtown Kansas City, Kansas. Which, by the way, is not where the Chiefs play. Nor where the parade will be held, just in case you, the listener in Lee Summit, were confused about which Kansas City we're dealing with. I'll be watching it there at work. Nick will be watching in here from Lee Summit. I will. I will be I will be uh, going visiting some of our downtown Lee Summit establishments to watch the parade, have a few bites to eat. So you people are welcome, because um, I, I know you're listening to this on the way down to the parade this morning. You are welcome for the parking that we are not taking to allow That's the right. to That's right. Those go two on. empty spots that you see. They're for you. They're for you. There you go. Courtesy, Jason and Nick, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. Woo-hoo. Hey, Jason, let's talk about some local stuff right now. Okay. Hey, I've got some like, exciting news. There's stuff happening. Are you ready for this? Is This is truly exciting. If you follow along with things happening in downtown Lee Summit, you have to be really, really excited right now. The fin- construction fencing is up. The construction trailer has been installed Work at the former United Methodist Church in downtown Lee Summit is starting now. So the new apartment complex is on its way. 
And while I am excited, Jason, that more housing is coming to downtown, which means more people spending money in our downtown and putting more money into our coffers, I'm really excited because that means the new Lee Summit Downtown Farmers Market is also happening. And that's moving ahead because the city is closed on the properties across Green Street from City Hall. So we're going to have a new home for the Farmers Market soon. That is super exciting. So we have things. I've really, I've literally never been more excited for housing that I will never live in. Right. I know. That I am for these apartments. New housing's happening and we're not going to be there. And, and you know, that's, that's very cool. And, and as a person who has worked assiduously for like the better, well, actually probably more than a decade now to try to get a permanent pavilion for the farmer's market in downtown Lee Summit, that closing of those properties or the sale of those properties over there, opening the door for that to happening is extremely encouraging kudos to the mayor the city council and city staff for getting that done um and i hope that we have uh let's say rapid progress on that front as we move forward i cannot wait and one more bit of news that uh coming from the downtown area for people who think that there are is not enough parking more parking is coming there's going to be a new surface lot put in probably finished uh early mid-spring and that's over around fourth and main street south of where where stewie's is now right southeast main and fourth street right there um just by the train tracks across from the o and lumber lot there'll be some surface parking and eventually i think the long-term plan is that that will become in due time when the demand is high enough uh, another parking structure that will serve more of the west side of downtown than the parking structure by the city hall does now so look stuff's happening jason it's exciting so not only are there going to be more people there's going to be more parking there we go hey jason i want to do something a little different this week i am i okay i have to say i'm excited about this i i know you are I make a point. I really like to keep us hyper-focused on things happening just right here. But I think today we're going to expand for a couple minutes. We're going to expand out to the statewide, and we're going to talk about something that's happening in Jefferson City and a little bit of why that matters, why we should care here in Lee Summit, maybe how we can make our voices heard if we think we, we, we need to. So what I want to talk about right now is this came up as a story last week at the in Jefferson City the state legislature is looking at a resolution to overturn or change amendment 1 which was voted on by the people last year which was the clean missouri act jason this covers a, a lot of things mostly what it does is it talks about about redistricting and hiring somebody to come in and and look at fairness and competitiveness as they draw new districts for the city, right? And so the the, the not le- city. I apologize for, for the, the state. whole state for the whole state to apportion our uh, state house and state senate districts. I believe as well. Uh, it doesn't have as direct an impact on the the federal legislative districts, but but that's the thing. And so this is a look. And I am a person who is highly critical of the efficacy and work that the. Missouri legislature does as a general rule. And this gets, you know, there's there's a partisan element to it, but there's a big piece of this that this is, I'm just not sure that they're very good at their jobs as a whole, or they don't really understand what their job should be. They have over the last, I mean, honestly, for over 40 years, um, the state has passed a number of initiative petitions, a couple of them related to the minimum wage, this one related to uh, redistricting and campaign finance reform. And they have come in, the legislature has come in time and time again and upturned the will, the expressed, direct expressed will of the voters of the state of the Missouri 
to do what they want to do um, and and tell us that that's what they should be doing. And and I have a real problem with that. So I'm always very excited to take take an opportunity to have a couple of free whacks at the work of the state legislature. But, you know, instead of this podcast turning into a, we'll say, 45-minute rant on state legislative governance – well, we well, why not? To, well, why, we why, wanted, why can't we? Why can't we just let you rant? Because oh wait, I'm sorry. Right. I, want, I want a good show that people we, listen to. We want a show that people will <laughs> listen to, right? If you want to hear that, just you know, just send me an email. I'll get you. Right. I'll, we'll hook All you right. up. All right. So, so tell us a little bit, Jason, about about what this resolution that's been been put forth is is, is looking to do to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And there was a filibuster last week, and 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 it ended, and there was it, basically it was tabled for now, it, and it'll be back up. It'll, I believe it'll, it's it'll back be, up this week. It'll be back. But tell us a little about what this resolution is trying to do. Well, essentially, it's going to change the uh, change the change the change right the the new redistricting process, which literally only takes place once every ten years, um, was to design to hire a. Uh, what they called a nonpartisan state demographer who's going to come through and do math with our population and our, our what have you, and then assign the districts as a result. And what they really want to do is go back to the, uh, and I'm going to use the air quotes here, bipartisan commission. They want to put that power back in the hands they want of, the, the, of the legislature. Right. They would like the foxes to continue to design the chicken coops. Right. The the other piece of, The other piece of that has to do with gifts – and campaign donations, right? And and the, there was an extraordinarily strict limit on those placed in this particular last uh, in the amendment that was voted on in, in 2018, and this would relax that. Now, I honestly, in the overall scheme of things, you know, the the whole like lobbyist gifts to lawmakers, if they're all disclosed, you can deal with those, and I don't necessarily have a huge issue with that one. But really, what they're tackling is the is this this redistricting thing to allow the the strong gerrymandering that goes on in this state as we speak. And this is regardless of which party is in power or what have you, essentially the way the system was constructed up through 2018 was that the party that had the legislative power, while you appoint a bipartisan commission to establish this, as soon as there's any kind of a deadlock, it defaults to the legislature and they get to vote on the maps that most benefit themselves. And so you're trying to remove that. The idea behind this ballot initiative was to remove that process from the the partisan lawmaking and make it a little bit more fair, establishing some standards and dealing with that sort of a thing. So all that being said, this is something that the state passed, the people of the state passed by a significant margin, over 60% of the state voted in favor of it. It passed here locally. Uh, as well. And so what we wanted to do was talk about what you can do. If well, you- I think I, I, I think my, my, my question here now is, Jason, if I'm sitting here in Lee Summit, mm-hmm. why should I care? Why, why does this interest me again? Well, I mean, I think I will say this is I think you have seen in the last year or two, I mean, with the uh, with the, uh, a, a Democrat actually winning a race in Lee Summit for the first time in many, many years um, as a whole, there is a shift in, you know, there's, sh- there's always shifting partisan balances. Um, and, and it may be shifting one direction or another in any given time. And you want that to be out there. You want your voice to count in the election process. Um, and you don't want, you know, basically detailed map math to eliminate your capacity to have an influence on the legislators that serve you. And, and so that's the basic gist of that whole process. 
So, and I think it's early enough in the process now because it's, it's in the Senate now. So it has to be a resolution that's passed by the Senate and then it goes to the house and it's passed by the house. And then if it gets through all of that, it will come back up for a vote, another initiative vote. So it's like, this is the early shot, right? You can have an influence now on your state Senator or you can take an opportunity to get in early with your state representative. And, and these are the kinds of, this is the next level, right? We talk all the time about how you can have a huge influence on the outcome of local stuff happening by calling the city council, by calling your school board members. This is the next level up. You, you don't have quite as much voice, but you know a typical house member represents somewhere between 15 and 30,000 votes in any given election. Um, that your phone call or a 10 phone calls to the state legislator's office makes a difference. And so this is an opportunity for people to get themselves involved and make their voice heard. Even if you are in favor of the changes that are coming, um, and I think I've made it fairly clear I'm not, uh, is, uh, you know, you have the opportunity to make that phone call. But now is the time to do that before it gets all the way out the door. And the only time you have is a is the election in 2020. Um, in November, where you're going to have a thousand other things on there and like all the kinds of the money that gets shuffled around in Missouri will be available. Right. And if you if you want to reach out, if you want to make your, your voice heard to to your senator or your representative, you can hit the, the state's website. You can find all of that contact information to email, to phone. It's it's all right there. And it's pretty simple. But this is your this is your chance. Like you said, it's that it's that next level up that we usually talk mm-hmm. about. But I think this is one of those things that that it's interesting because this was something that the people of the state just voted on and and not twelve months later the legislature is trying to, to flip that back around. Right. Which, which I think is a fair message as to, you know, who's being whose power is being reduced by this whole thing, how quickly the legislature has responded to the uh, ballot initiative by attempting to reverse it gives you a fair idea of what interests are at hand here. Right. Okay. Now it's time to take that lens, focus it back down. Let's come back to Lee Summit, Jason. Back to Lee Summit. Back to Lee Summit. I'm on, I'm mentally, I'm on the Amtrak from Lee Summit to Lee Summit. <laughs> Jeff City to Lee Summit right now, and we're getting off the train. Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to talk a little bit about our own election that's coming up as, as we dig into this. And just, just a quick note, we will, be, we will be beginning our candidate interviews next week. So that, those are gonna you're gonna hear those next Friday. So all of that is starting. It's gonna run every week all the way up until the April election. We're trying to get all of those candidate interviews in, and check our check our link to leesummit.com website also to read some uh, some questions and answers from from each of the candidates as they come forward. What I want to talk about today, though, Jason, as we start digging into these elections, is there will be a question on the ballot for a, a use tax, a new tax in Lee Summit. Let's talk a little bit about what this is first, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna break down from there. Well, I mean the the, the short shortest version of it is for years and years after the you know the advent of large scale internet commerce, you could order from your internet your virtual retailer, and they would be able to send to you stuff without there being included in the process any kind of a sales tax. Now over the last five or so years, uh, virtually every state in the union has come forth with a state-level tax to help recoup some of those sales on, on, on sales, internet sales that 
involved people in the state of Missouri. So now when you go to Amazon or other retailer, you will see typically, I believe in Missouri, it's a 4% tax for those of us who live here in Missouri on products that are going to come to Missouri that we are at, that are added on, um, on your typical Amazon bill. Well, if you are to drive down to downtown Lee Summit or Summit Fair or any of the other you know, retail establishments here in the city of Lee Summit and you buy an item, you know, buy wood or plants or whatever the thing it is you want to purchase, you pay a local sales tax um, that is, you know, generally speaking, broadly across the entire city is two and a quarter percent. There are additional local, even more local, like CIDs and other things that add on to their taxes, but we're not dealing with those at this point. But those are not charged on internet sales. Right. So the city, you know, and, and so what that has led to, short version. Well, well, I, 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 I think then this, this is really to my, to my next question. Right. What is the problem here? What is it trying to solve? Right. Okay. So as, well, I think there are two problems they're trying to solve. But one is the, the very basic question of as a significant per- proportion of sales, like overall, like think about how many things that you order from an, an internet site to be mailed or delivered to your home that you used to go to the store for, right? They used to pay. And so for every one of those sales is sales tax revenue that the city no longer gets. It's money you spend, but the city no longer gets revenue to help do things like build roads and pay for city services and the parks and the other things that go through that whole process. So the city is attempting to, in this, um, by by asking if we would like to add this tax on, is trying to recapture some of that lost revenue. Um, And I think in general, you've seen sales tax revenues sink as a comparative piece of the, you know, of, of local budgets as this has come along. And so this is an opportunity for them to get that. And this is a use tax and it gets a little bit more complicated and I don't want to get into the, there, there are legal weeds, even I don't want to jump down into <laughs> as a whole, but it's attempting to just recoup that, um, which has the, which has the impact of equalizing the sales of products for internet or local purchases, which is nice. Um, but it also has the side impact of filling some of the gap in the budget uh, that we have we have raised on a couple of occasions and that the city manager has talked about um, in city council presentations in the recent past. So, so, so here's the, my next question. You may not be the right person to ask. Maybe I need to get a get oh, a, another guest. There's on. no question. Well, there's, there's no question answer. that you, there's no question. I will not make up an answer to. There's, there's no question that you don't want to answer, <laughs> but. But it, but here's the thing. So so obviously there's the question of do I want another tax, right? And there's and there's a segment of the population that is always going to say no, right? Every time. Mm-hmm. But if I want to consider, what are the things that maybe a voter ought to consider? What are op- things they should weigh when they're looking at this? You know, for 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 one, it's that we've heard from the city administrator. We've heard these talks in the city council. If if you're like me and you and enjoy watching city council meetings and listening to those conversations. You've heard this conversation that there is a shortfall coming, right? That the city needs to find money somewhere. That's one thing to consider is that the city needs this revenue coming in. What are some other things maybe that voters ought to think about as they weigh their, their options on how they should vote? Well, I would say uh, you start, you could start with the simple prospect of what services does the city provide that you appreciate, 
right? I mean, these are things that the city does that you want to have. You have parks that you like to go to, you know, the roads. I mean, I know we had a whole big, there's a whole big thing on Facebook about View High, which is not actually part of Lee Summit's road maintenance thing and all that. But generally speaking, the roads are in good condition. Uh, things are improving as a whole. We have good public city services, uh, award-winning in many cases, um, like our public works wins awards and parks departments and all that sort of thing. These things uh, come from money that we pay in. Right? This is the sort of the cost of having a nice infrastructure around us. And, and then I think to the first question is, do I want that to continue? Um, you know, uh, am I satisfied with the level of services that we receive or alternatively, you know, if we don't do this tax, right, it's always a plus or minus, right? What in the end are we going to lose? And that's something that the city hasn't told us, right? They, they give us, you know, I mean, and I don't blame the city manager for doing this, especially so far out from the actual budget time. But, you know, the, at the, at the end of the day, we're talking about, you know, people's losing their jobs and, and things that the city used to do that the city would no longer be able to do um, that. Or alternatively, the city, you know, having to come back and ask for this money in a different way, whether it's a, a property tax levy change or something of that nature. So there's, it's, it's an, it's a question of alternatives. And I, and this is one of those that you can weigh. I don't, I mean, you know, I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer per se here, but this is part of the whole process that you think um, that, you know, that we should weigh. Like, what am I getting from the city versus the money that we're paying? This is one of the more direct impact, right, that you can see. We pay, we all pay federal income taxes, right? We all pay Social Security, but we don't see it until we get into our 60s or 70s. We pay federal income taxes and, you know, you it's it's very removed right the the military exists and they get that that's where that money comes from but it doesn't like you can see the thing you can see the things that happen in your in your, right. in your hometown in your backyard of, of, of what that's that's going through. you go on that you go on the app and you report a pothole and the pothole gets filled that's your city tax money right that's your sales tax right there right well if you have questions that you would like to to ask of the candidates maybe we've got we've got Races in every council district coming up. I urge you reach out to those candidates, ask those questions, or reach out to us, and we will we will pass those questions we, we along to the talking, candidates. Yeah, we're we'll going to be talking to each of them. We start next week. We'll start those interviews next week. They'll start airing on the site on Friday. So so as we meet them, if you've got questions you'd like you'd like us to ask them, we will we will gladly pass those along. But get involved. Go go ask those questions. Go see where they stand on all of these different things. And if there's other topics you think are important, other topics we ought to address with these candidates, let us know. You can you can get us at Link to Lee Summit on Facebook, at LS Town Hall on Twitter. You can email me, Nick at Link to Lee Summit.com. And you can email me at Nick at leak2leesummit.com. Wow. Wow. <laughs> reach out to us, reach out to those candidates, and, and let's get those, those, those questions answered that you have. Because like we say each and every time, Jason, this is, this is the place that you have the most opportunity to affect change. Absolutely. Right and this is one of those things that's going to have a real direct and measurable impact 
on on the services that we see with the city. So, you know, get in full, get informed so that you can make a good decision. Okay, Jason, what is we're getting ready to start those interviews, right? Mm-hmm. What's the thing you're most excited to ask? What do, what do you got? What's at the top of your list right now? What's the first question you're going to ask a city council candidate? I think we, you know, I the one of the first ones I want to ask is it's a development question. You know, where are we um, having seen the new uh, strategic planning stuff starting to bubble out? All that. Where are they on development incentives and not incentives and all those bits of pieces? And how do they see the 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 next sort of generation of development in Lee Summit happening? Uh, what kind of development do they think this should be happening or what should we be looking for? Those kinds of questions I think are ones that will be interesting to see and we might get a pretty a pretty varied set of answers, I think, as we go along. I'm going to focus, I think, a little bit uh, – uh, mine's a little more broad to start with. I always want to ask about about – Public involvement. How are they going to reach out to their constituents? How are they going to encourage them to be more involved? I mean, I, I you you and I toot that horn all the time, mm-hmm. but these are people that are actually you know making some changes and doing things inside City Hall and from from the dais. So I, I want to know what are they going to do to work with their constituents? That's, and that's a and then the other me. question, and and it may be the threshold question on whether that they get my very unpublicized endorsements. Tacos or burgers, man? There we go. <laughs> that you know there I, is there is a right answer. By the way, I've. I, I sent out last week all of our, we do a, a set question and answer form to every candidate, mm-hmm. both for the city council and for the board of education. I neglected to put that on there. So we will well, make sure when we- Candidates, do- consider yourself forewarned. You better come yeah. You better come with the right answer or a really strong defense of the wrong answer. Right, because there will be follow-up questions. Hey, that's going to wrap up our episode for the for this Wednesday Please, please stay involved. Reach out to reach out to us. Reach out to the candidates. Reach out to your state representative, your state senator. Let them know how you're thinking on these issues and, and get the questions that you have. Get the answers you, you need. And we will talk to everybody. Oh, by the way, tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next time. I'm going to give one more sponsor. Thank you, Jason. A big thank you to Shred Casey, who has for many, many months, they have helped bring the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast to the people of Lee Summit. And I got to say this, they have brought the general, the average fitness level of this podcast up by their mere presence. That's true. I, I can live vicariously through those people. Because I have been dragging it down for many <laughs> more months than that. Hey, look, if you are ready to make a change, live your life a little more healthy, eat better, get more fit go see our friends at shred kc they are the positive influence and the knowledgeable minds that you need in your life tell them jason nick sent you you have been listening to lee summit town hall a link to lee summit podcast with hosts nick parker and jason norberry a proud member of the fredcast network you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every monday wednesday and friday for all the news analysis and conversations on the lee summit community connect with us on facebook at link to lee summit or on twitter at ls town hall